What's up, Adam? Hello. Happy New Year. You too. Another episode. Yes, of the uh, bi-yearly series, yes. The bi-yearly series every other year? Yes. Oh, okay. Well, if you think about it, at the end of this episode, we can say we've done a podcast every day this year. But why? But no, stop it. No, yeah, we can. Because what's today's date? It's the first, yes. Yeah, so Happy New Year, everyone. It's the CAG Podcast with Adam and Scott. If you're older, what would it be like to see the world today through your 15-year-old lens? And if you're younger, what would it be like to see the world through your dad's eyes? This is Conversations Across Generations. How do different generations see current events, new technology, and trends? This show will show different views from differing perspectives and shed some light into the mind of how these things affect each age group. One of the most unique podcasts on the internet. Conversations Across Generations. And now, here are your hosts, Scott and Adam Resnick. I still love hearing that every single time. Isn't that cool? Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. So, I've been wanting to do an episode for like a few weeks now. I originally wanted to do an episode and talk about this insanity that's been going on in schools across the country with these like social media threats and schools getting closed down and, you know, people just kind of losing their minds and, and get your thoughts on that. Um, so I will chat about that today a little bit okay. and then, uh, you know, I would love to hear, I'd love to talk about the differences of how we see the holidays and, you know, me as a parent versus you as uh, the kid, you know, what the holidays mean to you, what they mean to me, what kind of things you think about during this time of year, what's important to you. And then, uh, I thought we could talk about new year's resolutions since here we are in the new year. Sound good? Okay. So, let's get into it. What, what do you think about when the holiday season is coming? What do you, you know, what are your priorities? What are the things you get excited about? What's what's going through your mind? Um, I think number one is a break from school. Um, you know, it's it's difficult doing everything. You know, these teachers don't seem to really you know, care about mental health in kids. Maybe, maybe that should be an episode. But um, That's a good idea. But, um, yeah, I mean, I think number one is, you know, a break from school and, you know, time where you can actually relax. Sleep? Yeah, sleep. That's also important. Okay. But what about the holidays themselves? Like, I know Thanksgiving's always an important one for me because it's family coming together. It's sitting down at dinner with, with family and reflecting on things. That one's always important to me. Christmas has always been about kind of watching you and your brother and your sister open the gifts and kind of the glee in your eye and getting the pictures with Santa and putting up decorations. And, you know, it's interesting because you guys are all older now. So some of those things that, you know, were the big things to look forward to and um, the things that for me as a parent were 
always the the excitement and, and what I couldn't wait for. I mean, those things are starting to, I don't want to say die out because, of course, they're still there, but they, they're changing. They're evolving. You know, it's, you guys all kind of pick out what you want for the holidays and you know what you're going to get for the most part and maybe there's a surprise or two in there. But for the most part, you know, you guys are picking out and getting everything and it's just a matter of, like, a day to get things you want. Um what do you think? What's your, you know, what what goes on um, this year maybe compared to close to, uh, you know, when it got closer to other years when maybe you didn't know everything you were getting or you had your list that you would send to Santa and you, you were always hopeful. Were you good? Were you bad? What was going to happen? Um, I mean, yeah, there's still that aspect of the gifts, but for me it's not about that anymore. I just, you know, like the tradition that we have, you know, that we've been doing – you know, every year of my life. I prefer that more than, like, you know, the aspect of opening up gifts. I mean, yeah, it's important, but I just prefer, you know, doing, you know, doing what I'm expected, like, every single year, doing the same thing, you know, going to, like, family, seeing the family and doing all that. I treasure that more than just the gifts. Yeah, but isn't part of the tradition and everything, waking up in the morning, Dragging mom and me out of bed, going downstairs, opening the gifts as a family. Yeah. You know, but I feel like that as I grow up, I don't really, you know, want anything anymore. You know, it's just more become like, oh, you know, I'll just take money or something. Or this is just one tiny thing I want. Well, this year you got yet another instrument. Yeah. So how many instruments are you up to now? Um, I'd say, I mean, I own, I th- I'd say around 10. So, it was still a pretty good Christmas. You you got a new instrument. You got some fun things to poke fun at you at from, from us. Yeah. You got a, a cameo from uh, somebody that you were very excited about. Yep. So... Is the joy of Christmas still there? Is that, you know, is it still the same thing? Or is it just, you know, kind of, as you get older, it, it's dying down a little bit? I mean, the the present aspect is definitely dying down. I mean, I remember, I remember like, asking for, like, I think, like, I got an iPad one year. And I, I remember I asked for an iPad, but I also asked for, like, other stuff. Wasn't really sure if the iPad was going to happen. You know, I got the iPad, same with the piano. I wanted a piano, didn't know if it was going to happen, and I got one. I mean, stuff like that, you know, that's like... Do you remember writing letters to Santa? Yeah, I think. Do you remember when you were younger writing a letter to Santa saying all you wanted was to wake up and see a train going around the Christmas tree? You remember that? Yeah, I... I mean, I really liked when you would set up the tree, the train around the tree. So what was that like? Do you remember that first, you know, like, can you close your eyes and remember coming downstairs and seeing the Polar Express going around the tree for the first time and what that was like, that excitement? Oh, I mean, that's always cool. I mean, even if you did that now, if you, you know, set up the train around the tree, I, I would still find that, like, really cool. Yeah. Yeah, those those were the days. The look in your eye, the, the excitement. We have videos from back then. They're always fun to catch in your, you know, Facebook feed or something, like memories from the past. You know, it's just so different now. It's um, And then, of course, with COVID, you know, we haven't had a picture with Santa in two years. 
And I feel bad most for your little brother because, I mean, he's, you know, eight last year, nine this year, no no pictures with Santa. His last picture with Santa was when he was, you know, seven years old. And, uh, you know, it's it's kind of sad. So I think everything seems to tie back into COVID. And, of course, things were looking good. And then this new variant kicks in. It certainly uh, hasn't made it easier for anything, and I think that's certainly affecting the holidays. Um, don't you? Um, I mean, to an extent. I mean, um, the variant, I mean, it definitely does change things up, but I'm trying, I'm, I'm fully vaccinated. You're fully vaccinated even with the booster. Most of the family is, so it doesn't really affect us. Well, but I mean, it does because we, we changed up the way we handled things and, um, you know, with so many people around us being sick, I, I definitely think it's it's changing things up. I don't think it's fair to say that it hasn't done anything. I mean, you know, we definitely didn't get a picture with Santa this year um, in part because of COVID, which, you know, to me, that's that's pretty sad. The magic, right, wasn't there anymore. I mean, I I don't know. I wasn't a huge fan of the picture with Santa thing in the mall. What? I don't know. It's I find it weird. You know, you wait there for three hours and you don't take one picture with him, and you have to pay like you know sixty dollars for it. Oh, but just so fun to look back at those, and especially when you were younger and you tell Santa what you wanted, and you know there was something so special as a parent. I guess you'll see that. I mean, this is really what this podcast is about, right? The differences in how you see things as one generation versus me seeing things as a a completely different generation. And, you know, the parent-child thing, I mean, there's just something about seeing that look in your kid's eyes, you know, the magic that's there. And, you know, that's definitely, uh, it's definitely been missing this year. Um, Wish it wasn't, but it is. Um, Hopefully next year will be different. And then next year is going to be really different because it might be, you know, it's not might be. It's going to be your last Christmas in high school. Your Christmas after that, it's going to be about you coming home from school. It'll have a whole new meaning and, uh, you know, joy and everything. Yep. So, I mean, I, let me, what's like some of the best memories from the holidays that you have? Um, I mean, probably Christmas, I, I probably like, Christmas Eve more than Christmas itself, you know. Oh, why? The excitement of, you know, the next day, you know, we all go to Nana's, we all, you know, the family's all there, we open up gifts there. You know, we saw the whole family. I I mean, I like that a lot. No, even that, right? You guys used to get tons of gifts from everybody. Now it's like, oh, here's a gift card. Oh, here's cash. Just get what you want because you guys just aren't kids anymore. Yeah. And clothes, right? <laughs> Things you you still don't like getting close. No, it's stupid. What's the point? <laughs> well, it's an excuse to to get something new to wear. No, just give me money. I'd rather money than clothes. Uh, well, what are you gonna do with your money? Well, I'm investing most of my money into the stock market. Okay, I didn't realize crypto, that. Crypto gangs. Crypto what? Gains. Gains or gangs? Gains. Oh, okay. I thought you said gangs. I no. thought there was some kind of new. Crypto hoods on the street. No. <laughs> okay. So what about, um, 
What about New Year's? You know, what what's like this year? I mean, you know, and and just taking a step back, you know, this is the second year we didn't get to go into the city. We always take a trip into the city. Usually, we do. Yeah. On New Year's? No, no. I mean, for the for the holidays. Sorry. Oh. Right. We didn't get to do that this year, between yeah. uh, you know, kind of COVID and oh, I'm terrified crime, of the city now. Yeah. Crime being high in New York. Maybe this new mayor will uh, will make things feel better for next year, but uh, I think he's a no, not that. Looking forward to it. Well, you know, hopefully next year we get back to that because yeah, we didn't. You know, we usually go in and either see a play or see the Rockettes, which had to end early. That was depressing. Um, you know, so all right. So now New Year's. You know, New Year's when I was a kid, it was always drug into my head that my New Year's resolution had to be to go on a diet. Me and my mom. Go no, on diets. I don't care about dieting. I know you'd probably like me to stop eating Oreos, but. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Maybe a few less Oreos. But so, you know, now obviously it's about, for me, it's about bigger things, wanting to improve on myself or change the way I do something or, you know, have a different perspective, look at things a little bit differently. Um, so, you know, what's it What's it like? Do you, Have you thought about New Year's resolutions, have you thought about, you know, uh, what you'd like to do? What what type of resolution? You don't have to tell us what it is, but, you know, is it big picture things? Is it small picture things? Is it you'd like to, you know, eat less red Oreos? Or is it, you know, something grandiose? Like, what do you think about when you think about a new year, fresh start, especially this stage in, in your life? I mean, of course, there's little things you can say like, oh, I want to, you know, do this or I want to do that. But I think for me, it's bigger than that for this year i really want you know to really you know start getting money and i i mean i would like to get a nice car for my first car but how is that a new year's resolution i want what do you mean but that's not like a resolution is okay i'm gonna you know start making money and you know get a car oh so you want to get a job yeah oh okay well that makes sense that's a good resolution or maybe not you know a job job, but I want to start making money. Oh, wait a minute. Hold on. How do you make money without getting a job? I, I don't know what you call a job. Like, I don't want to work like, you know, maybe I don't want to, you know, be a waiter every single night at a restaurant. Maybe I just want to do, like, small stuff. Okay. Like what? Like, what, what does that mean? Well, I don't know. Like, you know, some of my friends say... Do, you know, landscaping or they do, um, like, they build fences. You know, just, like, stuff like that. That's not, like, a weekly job. It's just whenever it pops up. Oh, or so. there's also, you know, stock market and stuff like that. You know, we can put more in, make more. Well, you got to have money to make money. You got to earn money to make, to have money to, you know, invest. What about personal development? Like, do you think at all about personal development in, in the new year and changes you want to make or anything like that? Not really. No. Okay, that's interesting. See, for me, it's all about personal development. It's not about anything specific. Um, you know, I, I just want to f- come up with a way to better myself. I'm looking forward to 22. 21 was, uh, was uh, an interesting, tough year. So I'm hoping 22 is uh, a little better uh, for a magnitude of reasons. Looking forward to that. Do you look forward to a fresh start of the year, you know, you go back to school, it's pretty much half over now. For I mean, yeah, that's true, but it's not really any, it's not a 
new start. I mean, quarter's halfway over, so there's no start in that. I mean, it really just feels like a continuation more than a new start. Okay. Well, it's interesting. And now, of course, going back to school with COVID gone crazy, uh, Omnicron deviant, we'll call it, because it's really a deviant, uh, causing havoc. Right now, it looks like you're going to start school Monday like normal. Hopefully, that's the case and you're not back to virtual stuff. But I know throughout the country, there's a lot of people that are stuck going back to virtual and and whatnot. Any Any thoughts on that if you ended up having to go back to virtual? I mean, I don't think it's going to come to that. I mean, I think that these schools that are shutting down prematurely, I think that they're, you know, it's more based on staff shortages, you know, more or less than COVID itself. Yeah, that's definitely uh, some issues. I know some schools had to shut down before the holidays because they had shortages of staff. So I guess we'll see what happens with that. But since since we're on the, the subject of school, let's let's switch over. And um, let's talk real quick because I got to tell you, I am like beside myself. I, I don't know as a father what the right thing to do is when we see these things. But I would say it for a while towards the end of the year, it was like almost daily that there was a note from the school district that there was another social media post talking about a general threat against schools across the country or your school district or a school in a neighboring district or somebody just saying they don't care what school. And, and I mean, it, it obviously spreads to you and your friends and your, uh, and, and family like wildfire once it's up on social media and the exaggerations that come with it and these unfounded, um, things. There was that one date, right? There was a date in, in December where there was a yeah, some stupid national TikTok threat or something like that. Yeah. And, and, you know, as a father, you don't know what's right, what's wrong. You feel like no matter what decision you make, it's going to be the wrong one. So I know one of them, we kept you guys home. Um, other ones, we've just kind of barreled through, and we've had to pick you up at school one day, you guys, because there was a, a threat earlier on. I mean, it's just crazy. What's going on with your generation? Like, where does this come from? What's the? What do you think is causing this desire to just put things on, social media and, and why is there no thought of accountability? I mean, my generation is a bunch of wimpy, you know, um, um, how do you put this? Um, they're just like really sensitive and wimpy, you know, they, but, they think some, something happens to them and they need to take it on everyone else. But I mean, you know, I, I want to hold, do a whole episode one day on school violence because I, I did some research on it and I got some statistics and it's really staggering kind of, the acceleration from years and years ago to where we are today with school violence and threats of violence and, and everything else. And, you know, when I went to school, we had somebody that was actually, um, you know, taken by another student that, that was bullied and, and, you know, was, was, um, you know, that there was fights and, I mean, all kinds of things, but nothing like we see from you guys. And I think part of it is social media. I think social media is a nightmare. I wish as a parent, it didn't exist um, only because of that. There's just no control, no accountability. You know, you as a parent, you try and control and watch, but you, you can't. It's very difficult to be on top of everything all at once. And, um, you know, it, it's just crazy. I mean, 
why, like, what's the desire to cause such disruption, do you think? What do you think is going through these kids' heads? Do they not think and just think it's funny? It's attention. These kids want attention. They crave it. Yeah, but they're not saying, like, who it is. A lot of times it's a, you know, like an anonymous kind of thing or somebody's just making a statement in social media that I heard this. If someone's making a statement on social media, then, you know, they know who it is. Or, you know, the person who's saying, I heard this from blah, 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 they also want attention. If they're making it up, they want attention. If, you know, whatever it is, it always comes to attention. You know, if my friend tells me, oh, you know, I'm going to do this tomorrow, my first thing is not to, you know, post it on social media. It's to, you know, get the authorities involved. But you see it, right? I mean, do you see things that we don't even hear about? Uh, Yeah, I mean, there was an incident a few years ago. Me and my friends were involved in, which turned serious. I don't think that they ever called home about it. The kid ended up being, like, arrested. I mean, that's, you know, it's scary as a, a parent because you just don't know. I mean, there was that really awful one in, in Michigan, right, where there was there was yeah. uh, there was kind of knowledge ahead of time, and it just wasn't acted upon correctly, unfortunately. But do, do you think these kids have any concept of the accountability with it? Well, I mean, I think it is. Of course, I think it begins with mental, you know, disorder, uh, mental illnesses or, you know, something or bad parenting or, you know, the case in Michigan, both. But the thing is, I think it also, you know, I think the school needs to also do something about it. The school needs to put down its foot, say, listen, this is not cool. I think you know, my school, they, they send out a little message saying, like, oh, you know, we're, we're wanting, you know, like, random people, you know, if you come in this entrance. You know, and, you know, they, they're they not really making a big deal about it. I think, you know, there needs to be a zero-tolerance policy for, you know, even threats or even mentioning it. I think if, you know, you post something on social media saying, I heard this, you need to be investigated if nothing happens. Or, you know, even if, or, like, you need to be investigated before anything happens, before the date. So when you guys hear about these things... And is there a real, like, do you you really worry that these things, these, you know, unfounded kind of things, that they're real? Or is it, oh, I can get my parents to come pick me up? Do you think the kids almost encourage it because they're they're getting either a day off for school or they get to go home or, you know, uh, anything like that? Do you think that there's some some of that is involved? I mean, it's, it's upsetting, but, you know, we're kind of used to it at this point. So you're numb to it? I mean, yeah, of course, there's always that thought, like, you know, what if it does happen today? You know, what am I going to do? Because, I mean, let's be real, the drills don't work. I mean, I think that all these shootings have proved that the drills just don't work. Well, I I don't know. I think I disagree with you. I think that these schools that were able to go into lockdown and everything contained these incidences. So I'll tell you, somebody who has you know, 30 years experience in emergency services, pre-planning and having a, you know, a a well thought out plan on how to do things and compartmentalizing the situation is, is really important. And I think we've seen where that didn't exist, things like Columbine, where it's a much broader incident. So I I don't think it's fair to say that. And I think the teachers and the administration is really trying to do the best they can under the circumstances. I mean, your school can't close down Two, two, three times a month when there's a threat like this. I think that's fair to say. I'm not saying close down. I think that something needs to be done. I mean, there's no, nothing's happening to these people who are putting false threats out there. 
Well, how do you know? Or a post in how do you know that? Because just nothing's being done. I mean, <clears throat> I think something should be done. You know, like I, I don't think that when there's a threat, you should be wanding. You know, like random people who come in at a certain entrance. Maybe it should be every kid is wanded. You know, or, you know, <clears throat> like I, you know, I told you, you know, some of my friends, you know, they come into school really late and just sneak into the school. Well, that that's. It bothers me as a parent that that happens, but I'm not sure what, what you know, more can be done about it. Maybe one day it won't be, you know, a student who's just trying to get into school late. It will be some dude who's actually trying to cause some damage, and now he's in the school. You know, that's concerning. No, I definitely agree with you. I'm not sure what the uh, what the answer is to some of these things. I know, you know, it's very uh, it's very difficult it would be interesting to hear feedback from anybody, you know, what what they've dealt with over this last month with some of these, you know, national threats and local threats. And um, this would be, I think we can do a whole podcast talking about this. I'd love to get maybe some of your friends, some of my friends on with their kids and really talk about it. Because, you know, my concern is how is this affecting you uh Socially, mental health wise, you know, is is school becoming a place that doesn't feel safe, you know, to to, to a lot of people. You seem to be handling it pretty well, but I'm sure there are people that aren't handling it as well that maybe school's becoming feeling like an unsafe place and, and that's a real problem. That's when it becomes a real terroristic threat, right? I mean, let's I, I never really felt safe at school. <clears throat> I mean it always felt I mean, let's call it what it is. It's it's a prison. That's, they. I I don't feel that they have our best interests in in mind. What do you mean? You know, it just you know like at least my school, it seems like that, they they ban anything that's expressive. You know, like clothing wise, you can't wear hats. Blah 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 blah. Oh, that's you know, been when a threat happens. They you know they scan you know random people you know, who only come in you know like like I I don't take a bus to school so. You know, um, I come in through another entrance. They never wand anyone. They only wand people who come in, you know, through the bus doors. And it's not everyone. My friends have never got wanded once when there's been, you know, a threat or an incident. Well, do you think there's a big problem in, in schools with kids bringing weapons and, and stuff in? Or do you think that this is just trying to find something to pacify people when there's these unfounded threats? I mean... Yeah, there's kids, I mean, it's obvious, everyone knows it. There's kids who, you know, do drugs, smoke, vape, whatever, in the bathroom or whatever. You know, or they, you know, they have the stuff in their backpack. And they, you know, sometimes they do dealings in, you know, in school. I just think there needs to be more, you know, security and more of a crackdown on this kind of stuff. It's interesting. I, I definitely think, um, I think we should do an episode, a whole episode, just talking about, about this stuff get some folks on with us to talk about it. I think that'd be a good one, right? Yeah. All right. Well, this kind of started the discussion and uh, hopefully there's some folks that get to listen to the podcast that might have some thoughts to share with us, some feedback, because I'd really love to hear what other people are, are doing and maybe we can get some folks to join us on a future episode. I'm hoping this year we're able to make this a more regular thing. We've been trying to, we've got some good ideas Maybe bring on some guests with us. And obviously, if anybody that happens to catch or listen to us has ideas for a topic that they'd like us to discuss, we'd love to hear from them. 
Maybe you can get some ideas from some of your friends, Adam. I think that'd be good, right? Well, from our home to yours, we wish everybody that happens to catch a listen a wonderful holiday and a happy new year. Stay safe, everyone. Be healthy and continue to subscribe and to listen. Bye. Bye. You've been listening to Conversations Across Generations. How do different generations see certain things differently? Current events, new technology, trends. We show different views from differing perspectives and shed light into the mind of how these things affect different age groups. We hope you've gotten some useful and practical information from the show, and we hope you had fun too. We know we did. We'll be back soon, but in the meantime... Hook up with us on Twitter at the CAG Podcast. Send us an email at the CAG Podcast at gmail.com and make sure to like, rate, and review the show. Till next time, this is Conversations Across Generations.